All right. Welcome to the JM Sports and Wrestling Podcast. And I'm not doing my intro because I'm still watching Braun Strowman destroy Roman. Is this the right game plan? Glass. Is that the game plan? He just put Roman right through the glass. Oh, I, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, well, you're trying? behind. Yeah. Is he trying to? Oh, boy. Is he trying, he to, is he trying to injure Roman? Is this what we're seeing here? That that's that's what I'm believing. He are, we, are, we the, are we going to a triple threat match? I'm thinking. Because Braun really has no clear direction now. We know where Cena's going. We can already pretty much guarantee it's the Undertaker. So I I believe that. He'll show up the next night. Most likely. To kick it off. Okay, so Lane, let me ask you a question. They let Braun, they built Braun Strowman up in that match to have the most dominant effort in an, in an elimination chamber. He eliminated every, he got every elimination until he got eliminated. To let Roman Reigns, you know, that's like, you know, your coworkers dirtying up your office and then your boss makes them clean it up, but then they let the, but then they let the, Golden Boy just come in and p- and pick up one speck of trash. That's like leaving a piece of paper on the floor after cleaning the office, and the Golden Boy comes in and picks it up and goes, "Look what I did." You know what he's going to say tomorrow night, right? He's going to say, "I beat six other men," and he didn't. I am he pissed. outlasted. He outlasted, but I am pissed. oh my gosh, pissed. That booking was smart for Rome. That was smart to let Braun Strowman destroy, destroy, destroy. But then to just let Roman Reigns come in and go, uh, and pin him. It's things like that that's going to kill Braun Strowman's. WWE is going to freaking throw him down the freaking tubes. The way they booked that was complete crap as far as the finish goes. You, never, you, you, don't, you wouldn't see someone like Brock Lesnar in that same situation. It wouldn't happen. Roman Reigns is not in that same situation. So why would they put Braun Strowman, especially him being bigger and stronger, it just it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I, I see what they're trying to do here, but I just didn't like it. I thought the women's chamber match was honestly better. I mean, I think from a physicality standpoint, I think from a spot standpoint, the men's was better. I think um, watching Finn Balor take it to freaking Braun Strowman like that, you know, was good. Um, I didn't like why do you put Elias as the last person if you're just going to have him be the second guy eliminated? That was my biggest thing was out of the whole thing. I did not understand the way that they booked Elias. Not after they had him beat Seth Rollins when he eliminated Roman and Cena on Raw. Then they had him, you know, the, compete and become the seventh man in yep. for him to be there. And I like the way that they booked him where he didn't come out of the chamber right, right away immediately. Exactly. I mean, that's just smart. It's the same way that they did Edge when he was in the chamber. I mean, I, I got it. That was that was fine. I liked it. I liked it. Then they have him come in there, pin everyone, they all kick out, and he basically gets eliminated after that. Yeah, you, it, know, it, it makes you know what pisses me off is that, you know, you were talking about Brock a second ago. Like you said, Brock would never be caught dead in this situation. I think about Brock. Granted, he went out of WWE, made himself as a star in UFC even though he didn't stick around in UFC that long because, you know, he had a, you know, potentially life-threatening issue. So then, you know, he comes back to WWE. If you think about it, Brock Lesnar was around 
two years his first time, right? About two years. So he's been back since 2012, 13, something like that. What it, whenever day after mania. Whenever. So I don't understand the special per. I mean, he's all right. Maybe I'm a little off subject, but the way they booked that was absolutely garbage. You pretty much say, okay, Braun's going to do all the work for Roman Reigns to go to WrestleMania. And and Braun, once again, has to be the sacrificial lamb. It is shit like that that's going to... WWE doesn't realize what they're doing here. They have a monster who is going to be dominant for the next decade. Not to cut you off, but now what happens if Roman gets suspended? Or they come out with this evidence that Roman did fail the 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 drug test, or he fails the drug test, or it shows that he was buying this shit, and they have to suspend him. And it would be a second, it would be a second suspension. So it will be sixty days, according to the weather's policy that everyone has to follow. WrestleMania is only forty something days away, so no matter what, if he gets suspended, he'll miss Mania. Now, what does WWE do? Well, what WWE does if that happens is that. You know they're gonna have to find a replacement. They're gonna have to have somebody on standby. You, you know what well, I mean? But my point is, is it makes WWE look stupid, knowing there's a possibility, knowing with it being in, on on headline news. It was even on CNN, CNN about the guy that's in prison and stuff. And Roman's name was mentioned among others. Uh, Bradley Cooper was apparently he's a fan, he's an actor. Apparently he was on the same list as Roman, like. It made CNN news, and yet they still have him win. I don't understand this, especially for WWE being a public-traded company. It doesn't look good because at any moment they can get that call and Roman can be suspended. You know, again, and, and you know what? It's their fault. From here on out, it is their fault. Whatever happens here, if it turns out to be he did something, it's their fault. They look crazy. They look foolish. And I don't even really want to talk about that right now. I want to, I mean, I'm just so shocked at the booking. It's like Vince McMahon walked in and said, okay, everybody, here's what's going to happen. Brock Le- or uh, Braun Strowman is going to destroy everybody. And Roman, congratulations, you're going to WrestleMania. And that makes me ill. Right? I mean, I just, I don't understand it. This is almost as the Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. Uh, you're going to laugh at this, but I think it's worse. It might be. Because Braun's I'm, I'm just, I'm, Braun deserves right to now. be there. Braun deserves to be in that spot. Seth Rollins deserved to be in that spot. Shit, I would have been okay with John Cena going to face Brock at Mania because it, it, it has never happened on, on the WrestleMania stage. I would have been okay with anybody but you, Roman. Um <sighs> Straight years is going to be in the main event because you know they're going to put Brock and Roman in the main event no matter what other matches they come up with. I believe even if Cena and Taker happens at Mania, I still believe that'll be the second to last match. They'll put that Universal Title on match last, and this is going to be his fourth straight one. I don't understand the booking. I don't see where they're creating new stars. I don't see how this helps anybody else in the roster. It's bullcrap. I'm very frustrated and very irritated. Well, we're going to have to wait to see what happens. I mean. Listen, where does the Miz go from here? My guess is is that he goes on to probably feud with Fed. Where does Seth go? 
the Seth go yes. on and face Kurt. I mean, I, I think that's still a possibility. Kurt, uh, the way that they uh, so with, with Ronda Rousey and the way Kurt Angle opened his mouth tonight, I think it's pretty obvious that it'll be Kurt and Ronda, two Olympic champions. You know, because Ronda's won Olympic medals before; she's competed in the Olympics. Yep. It'll, be, it'll be them two versus Stephanie and Triple H. That was very clear tonight. Very, very clear. Then I believe that leaves Miz versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor in a triple threat match for Mania for the IC title. That's a good possibility, but then where's Strowman go? I think Strowman, well, no, because you can't have two triple threat matches on, on the Mania card. I don't see it. You could. I mean, I, I, I mean, anything's possible. You could do that if you want to get him on there. You have to put him somewhere. I mean, where does he go? Does he go into the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and just dominate and win it and say, here's your well, consolation prize for being Roman Reigns' a sacrificial bitch? No, I think with the, actually, I think now what they'll do is they'll put Miz versus Braun because Miz was the first one out. I think they'll do Miz and, Miz and Braun for the IC title, and then you'll get your Finn Balor versus your Seth Rollins, which would be kind of like, you know, the, the one match on the card from Raw that's not for a title. That's just a just, uh, Good match, kind of like a Macho Man Steamboat. They ain't gonna be as good, but it, it'll, it'll be, it could be better. Go for it. It could be better if you give those two guys a lot of time to work. I think it could be a great one. Well, predictions wise, man, I finished five and one. My only one was Roman. <laughs> Roman did not get eliminated first, and he won. I only get two out of the five right, or two out of the six. Wait, you only get two right. Wait, what two did you get right? Um, the bar oh, match where I changed my answer because I realized it was for the titles. Right. The bar match Alexa. and the Oscar match. And, oh, and Alaska, uh, Alexa. So, yeah, three. Yeah, three out of three. So you're, and, and then your three losses were? Roman, because I thought Braun was going to win. Right. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Right. And? The Mistourage. So. The Mistourage, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I had... I honestly was praying to God I was going to get a perfect score. But, hey, I'll take five out of six. That's not bad. That's better than me. John Cena's announcing his, his retirement right now. I actually paused it. I haven't listened to that. Uh, I don't believe it's his actual retirement. But I don't either. John Cena's questioning whether he can do it. He just said he'll figure it out. Try to figure out how to get to Mania. Dude, Cena looks like he's on the verge of snapping. You just watch out. He could turn heel against The Undertaker. You just watch. I think that's what's going to happen. All right, guys. Sorry I came on here all frustrated and pissed off, but I wanted to give you guys a real feel moment. Because um, usually after a pay-per-view, especially if you're disappointed in the ending, you want to take time to, you know, calm down a little bit, you know, let it sink in, reflect for a minute. But I wanted to come on here a little bit frustrated because I wanted to give it a real sense I wanted you guys to get a raw perspective, pardon the pun, no pun intended, about, you know, how we feel as, re- how we feel as wrestling fans. How a lot of you might feel at this exact moment, too. Exactly. I mean, listen, there is Roman Reigns fans. But everybody in that, in that arena knew, everybody knew, that Roman was winning that match, especially when Seth went down, especially when, you know, Finn went down and, you know, I just don't understand. Is WWE really? I mean, they sit there and they claim every time you see them outside of something, they'll be to our audience. No, 
you haven't been listening to your audience since Daniel Bryant won the title all the way back four, three, four years ago. Daniel Bryant won it five years ago at WrestleMania 30. So, yeah, uh, 31, 32, 33, 34. So, this is four straight years Roman's made a Yep. Four straight years to have to listen to their fans. What is it? I understand that they're going off the perception of he gets a reaction. It's the same thing with Cena. Cena always gets something. They've always come out and said, as long as you get a reaction, you're, you're fine, good or bad. But I feel like there's a difference here with Roman, and, and I'll explain. The crowd's just not booing just to boo Roman Reigns. They are legitimately booing him because they don't like him. And there's a big difference. And it's not like it's not like with Edge. You wanted to see Edge get his ass kicked. Nobody wants to see Roman get his ass kicked. No, they just don't want to see Roman. Period. I think it's both. I think they want to see Roman get his ass kicked, and in the main event, it doesn't matter. Anybody? Yeah, but what, I, want, I want to see Roman get his ass kicked. Don't get me wrong. But if it's if it's going to be in the main event, I'd rather just not see him at all. I agree. I would love to see Roman keep losing in the main event scene. Personally, I don't care why. I was telling, you know, great, you, you know, 86, you know, Emily I said, I don't care who beats Roman Reigns. I don't care how it happens. Any one of them can pin him and I will be, you know, ecstatic. And that didn't happen. I don't get it. Why, you know, you, you've been shoving Roman down. You put him in the main event scene the second the shield ended. Well, I mean, technically they did that with Seth Rollins as well. So let's be real there. But, it seemed like people didn't reject. And here's what I don't get. People didn't reject Seth. They rejected Roman from the start. Seth Rollins, yeah, they booed him. But they actually liked him. So, I mean, I guess, and it just dawned on me, why doesn't Seth get the same treatment that Roman gets? Seth wasn't thrusted into the mid-card either. Because... Seth was not shoved down our throats in the way that Roman was. We were forced to cheer Roman. When Seth Rollins was on top, when he did what he did, he was a heel, and he was a clear heel, and there was no ifs, ands, or buts. There was no wishy-washy booking. Seth was a heel. End of discussion. With Roman, forced him down our throat. He's supposed to be in the new scene of the new Hogan. We're forced to like him, and we're like, well, wait a minute. We we, we don't want to like him. With Seth... Stuff he did was heelish, and we booed him because we legitimately didn't like the guy. Here's the majority of the fans, especially people I know, uh, they want somebody. They want somebody that they can pick. Their terms, it's just like Daniel Bryant. They wanted DB. They got him, and just like AJ, they wanted him in WWE for years. It's a different situation, but they wanted him. And they got him. Nobody wants Roman Reigns. They would rather listen. Roman Reigns is to the point where you need to turn him now. You take you take him down the same route that you took the Rock down. I'm not saying you put him with a stable, but you know you hook him up with somebody. You let Roman Reigns have one hell of a long heel run. Let him earn the respect of the crowd. You're not going to earn the respect, but look, is he a good worker? Hell yes. Has he improved? You know, leaps and bounds? Hell yes. Is Roman capable of being that guy? Yes. 
it should he be the guy right now by the way WWE's forcing it? No. No. Because here's what's going to happen. Roman's going to go to SmackDown most likely. He's going to run through that talent, right? I mean, you're on the verge of alienating all your fans. Oh, or at least a good portion because what's going to happen when things don't change? And look at the writings on the wall. SmackDown, did you see the See how empty the seat was? You know, those seats were there? It was so empty. They were, dim- they were putting, they were dimming the lights in spots where there was no fans. So it looked blacked out. Exactly. And when you have to do that, I mean, do they not the rest of the, you know, the rest of the week go over this stuff and go, wow, we're struggling here. Huh, why are we struggling? And I get it. Roman's not on SmackDown. I mean, I get it. Is Roman really putting asses in seats or is it just the fact that People want to see him get hurt. And I guess it doesn't really matter as long as the fans are there. But I don't think it's just Roman himself. I mean, because like on SmackDown, you've got like, has like AJ Styles, Randy Orton, and then you get the 205 afterwards. And then you've got the mixed match, cha- the mixed match challenge. So basically, you've got a three hour show in SmackDown too. But I think it's more, it's the, it's the whole roster. Not just Roman, because you've got Seth Rollins and normally Dean Ambrose. And then the Hardys return. You've got, you know, Finn Balor. I mean, you've got all, uh, even The Miz. Uh, John Cena's on there. Brock Lesnar. That's why I believe Raw is kicking smack now as far as the attendance goes. I don't believe it's Roman. I, I honestly don't. Yeah. I put ass and seats at all. But I don't think Roman's putting that many by himself. He's not doing like Rock would or, or Steve Austin did by any means. Personally, I think it's AJ Styles, man, who's, who's the one that puts asses in the seats, no matter where he is. I mean, I read an article earlier. I can't, I can't remember if it was Dave Meltzer or if it was something else. AJ is now the number one, number one merchandise seller in WWE. Where's Roman on that list? Apparently, where's Cena? Where's everybody? Because Cena has not been outsold for years and years and years and years. Now, here's the difference Cena's part time now, AJ's not. So, that's so we have to look at it from that perspective. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But that does lead me to believe or or, uh, beg the question, like you said, where's Roman on that list? How far down is he from number one on that list? Because they always say WWE has always said they take merchandise into account they take the popularity of you know when they look at the merchandise and who's selling that it's you know if roman say is for example is eighth or something ninth or tenth or somewhere down there does it warrant this kind of you know this kind of privilege or what i don't know man i don't know maybe we don't get it do another podcast tomorrow before we're all as we calm down and can get our thoughts. Sounds good. All right, let's cut off this podcast here. But yes, I went five and one for my you know, for my prediction. Lane did pretty well too, but I mean I have to give Lane credit. He went out there on limbs and stuff, hoping that, you know, there would be some different outcomes. And and listen, I did too. I put the biggest out there. I said Roman would get eliminated first and he would lose. And um, obviously that didn't happen. But me mostly I went with an, you know what I honestly truly thought was going to happen, you know, I, but you know, that's good. That's round one. WrestleMania is next, man. And just remember 
we can enjoy the trip to WrestleMania and not even worry about Roman because we're going to have so, so many other matches there and great matches that we don't necessarily need to focus on Roman Reigns. So we're still going to get at least those tag team title match on the card. Oh, I can yeah. that all except Roman. Wait, what? I said, as long as we get the Usos on the main card in the tag team title match, then I'll accept Roman being at WrestleMania in the main event. As long as we get the Usos. No, the Usos can come on, but I will not accept Roman Reigns being in the main event. I will not accept it because of what's going on and spinning around. I think, you know, I just don't think Roman should be there. You know, okay, let me I won't accept it, but I won't bitch as much about it because I got my Usos on there. That's true. That's true. And I, that's true. And I hope Brother Nero gets back so the Hardys can, you know, the broken Hardys can reunite and we can see what they're going to do. I mean, we'll see what the Usos are going to do, man. Bring that Uso penitentiary to WrestleMania and see if they can get the Bludgeon Brothers as the next victims. Um, I think the Bludgeon Brothers will win the tag team titles, but that's for another podcast for another day. All yep. right, Lane. Thanks, man, for kicking it with me as always. We will do another podcast tomorrow night before Raw. You guys have a great rest of your Sunday. Lane, have a great night. See you tomorrow. Peace out, guys.